Welcome to the podness with Face, Pat, and Tiz. And what's up, guys? Well, Welcome then. to the Partners, a show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I am one third of the Partners, your boy Tiz, and I am along the other third of the Partners, Padawan here. I'm getting my dang Wi-Fi right now. But yeah, and I'm along with... You know, no, what's that? It's fixed. No pause this time. You know we're here. Woo! What time is it, y'all? Year time, niggas. What time is it, y'all? Year it? time. Woo! Um, Happy anniversary. Man, bruh, we done made it another year, man. We, we done made it a year in podcasting. Um... For my indie podcasters out there, y'all know the struggle be real. So a year is a milestone. So definitely salute to us. Clap it up. Um, This is a monumental week for not only us as creators, but also the pod squad, as we affectionately call them, our A1, day one, ride or die supporters that have been riding with us um, in this little engine that could from literally November of last year <laughs> to now, man. Like, thank y'all. So, uh, yeah, man, we're going to get into it and talk this shit tonight. Um, this week's podcast is always be coming out on Thursday. Nothing's going to change about that. You still going to get it. So Thanksgiving, you can wake up and enjoy episode 53 if you're not already joining us live. But this live recording is especially for our YouTube subscribers, all 326, 27, I don't know, whatever it is. YouTube. All of y'all, man, every single y'all, we doing this for y'all, man. Um, Hopefully year two can be even more amazing than year one. And um, man, let's look back at our year, man. Let's, Let's take a second to reflect, to kind of just look back over the past year and, and, and just be amazed, man. Um, what is y'all favorite podcasting moment from the past year? Out of everything we've done as podcasters, what is y'all favorite moment, like well, single just best moment of the past year? Or say something, you spit all that shit out. The spit take? Okay. Yeah. That was the first. <laughs> Pat, Pat did give me. That was the beginning of a lot of intros that have won a rack. <laughs> a lot of intros <laughs> that have won a rack. Boy, the unedited content we got has been shit. Um, I could definitely dig it. Pat, what was your favorite moment from the past year, man? Yo, it's, it was a lot of them, especially the lives. When we, we connect on the lives and we just go in and get and start the joking or whatever. And, and a lot of times it'd be like, like, Last call, just Greg or Gator Girl, or every, you know, everybody up there just saying they random part. And we we all got oh, our yeah. what it, what you say, like our um, when you have a joke to yourself, an inside joke, all our inside jokes, pretty much. I will say, though, my favorite episode is episode 34, <laughs> episode 34, walk hard, pause. That was my favorite because that one. That one flowed smoothly. We were just in the shits. Every five seconds, it was a joke. Even when we were trying to be serious, it was just hilarious. Like, I, I had fun. Um, I got a lot of moments. Um, definitely the man bag episode. Um, oh, God. 
I feel like that was like the first foray into like us really hitting our stride as far as just being ourselves and kind of breaking through that weird awkwardness of like we're recording and then kind of just letting us just be us. Um, Definitely the spit take. Um, I feel like that was the first like big laugh we actually shared. That was like probably the first real moment we had on camera um, that was just like us being <laughs> like that. Uh, Cause face to tell you, I've been having spit takes like that since we was in middle school. So like, that's, that's not, that's not uh, abnormal whatsoever. Um, but I think my favorite moment of the past year, man, um, I think like the moment for me that really changed everything. And it was probably the moment that slowed our growth the most. But I feel like it was the moment that made me the proudest and like made me feel the best about everything was when we uh, we kind of switched up the format of the show. It was the last episode. I can't remember whether it was Toxic Avengers or what, but it was one of the last episodes where we did any Umar content. Like we kind of just let it go. Mm. We was like, yeah, we done with this until something happened. Like I feel like that moment kind of freed us up from like being hamstrung and stuck and like this. In a box. Only this group of people are open us. And I feel like after that, our live stream, we started getting random people out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the dude? Pimp Mode Squad. Uh, now yeah. he's like a regular dude on our social media. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it opened us up to just be free. Like, and it was the first time I feel like we didn't show up. Like, it was the first time, at least for me personally, I showed up to the podcast to record without having something that I felt like I had to talk about. Like everything else since mm-hmm. then has been stuff that I just wanted to talk about. I feel like with Uma, after a while, they got to like, all right, people are expecting it, so I'll do another one. But it wasn't like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said what I had to say. He's not changed. Nothing's changed. What am I going to keep repeating the same shit? You know what I mean? So it felt like once we hit that moment, that was like the fulcrum or the turning point of like every since then, like everything has been super organic. Like I feel like I- I've had more fun recording. I feel like our interactions have been more real. I feel like I've been able to be more vulnerable. Just kind of like just talk about whatever without feeling like I got to relay it back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was definitely my favorite moment. Um, Or the Other mermaid. Moment. The mermaid might be. Because to yeah, this day, I watch that like at least once or twice a week <laughs> myself. I know a good if, if the if the video got like maybe 30 views, I know a good 18 of them is me watching every week. Just like I'd be in here dying, bro. That is the funniest <laughs> shit I have ever seen in my life for no reason. So yeah, I think it'd be a tie. That in the, the day we left the- <laughs> Yeah. The one the wait, the one time where I did a story time or whatever. And your facial expression at the end of the story time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my story time. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, one too. not. Those that were one pretty too. rough. Those were rough. Now that one, that one's that was that one. I, I got hit with the gut with that one. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know that, that, like, like it was two extremes of what the fucks. It was like Pats was one level of what the fuck, and then faces was a different <laughs> level of what the fuck, but they were both some what the fucks. What the fuck? Yeah. And then my story time came in all benign. Oh no, I like your story time. <laughs> I just like the whole retelling. Y'all story like time. Had... Y'all story time was nuts. In some points, literally. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a whole lot going on, man. It was just a whole <laughs> lot going on in both of y'all story. Like, uh, yeah, man. Woo! Yeah, buddy. 
the your um, story was animated. Your story was animated. I could visually see it each time you say it. Each time you say that story. Yeah. And I like going, it is. If you if you I can it, man, go back and uh, if you a podcast fan only, go check out our YouTube sometime and check out Story Time with Pat and Story Time with Fan. Uh, you'll get to know them in some very different ways and get to know them in uh, some ways you probably didn't know that you wanted to or probably did not want to. <laughs> um, viewer discretion is it? Um, yes, face disclaimer. It is. But speaking of things we can be proud of, um, what is the one thing you are most proud of from this past year of podcast? Hi, I got one. Stop being so, I, I've stopped being so angry every week. So, as we all in the beginning, I used to come every week with a, what pissed me off. It was always five or more things that pissed me off. But I started to see the progression and started to see I shouldn't be as angry. So started focusing on more lighter, lighter <clears throat> content. And I started enjoying what I was doing more. So a lot of the anger just on the outside started dissipating. So I feel like, like that was a good change. That's what's up. Self-growth. What's up with you, Pat? Or was it, what are you most proud of from the past year? It's a lot of things I'm like most proud of because it's just the all around growth in general. Like the way I, I feel like the, the potential we are constantly growing uh, is the most thing I'm proud of for the simple fact that I feel like we can take this, we can really take this anyway. And then is the one personal thing I'm proud of is like I learned videography, basically just messing around, trying to like put out different videos. Like, like I always had like, maybe some little background behind it but like i really doing the videos and stuff like that like i was like yo i i'm one day i just started doing the nubsy i was like wait i can, I can do, do this, this. yeah I, yeah I, can, yep. I can do this a light bulb moment i had the same mm. thing that definitely uh i think for me uh it would be a trifecta like it's only right that I equal three as though we got the the pyramid as our as our logo um i think the first thing would be looking back at that first meeting we had where mm-hmm. we were drawing the logo on a piece of paper and deciding between that and like when we look back at that goal sheet to see that we have surpassed every goal and maybe we set them too low but like mm-hmm. we wanted 100 subs we tripled that we wanted to get monetized on the platform we did that on anchor it ain't it ain't worth nothing but it's monetized you see what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so like i feel like to hit every goal on that sheet is a huge thing. Like I'm super proud of that, like on the professionals. Um, definitely, like you said, uh, the skills that I didn't gain, like I've learned audio and video, which is a skill that I feel like I can now use in other aspects of my life. And it's a skill that I probably would have never even messed with had I started it. Um, I learned interviewing technique from this. Um, like just the skills that I learned have been amazing. So I'm definitely proud of that. And then, Third, like, I feel like um, I'm proud of the layers that I've been able to shed. I feel like I've learned a lot in general and a lot about myself. Um, I feel like I've been able to share things here that I probably would not have otherwise talked about out loud. And I feel like I'm definitely proud of that just to because it, it forces me to now talk and it forces me to communicate. And I feel like I can see the fruits of that labor all over my life, as far as in my personal relationships, as far as my communication there, like having to communicate every week what or not has forced me to work on those skills and put people in my everyday life. So yeah, I think those three things definitely make me the most proud. Um, 
what is the number one thing you have learned from the past year? Just from podcasting in general? Just or? the past year since we've started podcasting, what's the number one thing? you? I'm keeping it in the podcast around and you'll see why. In a to be more natural with the conversation, like forcing, forcing the conversation or whatever, or, and to learn when to like trust my emotions with certain conversations. Like I definitely have stumbled a couple of times where I realized, all right, this is current events or something like that, but how much do I really care about? Like, really, how much do I really care about? And then I, I noticed that if I don't care a certain amount, that that's where I stumble. So that's that's one thing. Just that's, off the top real. So. that's real. Mm-hmm. Face mobbing. Well, I would say the best thing I've learned over this year podcast is how much not to smoke so I won't pass out while attempting to make a podcast. Stay woke. Maybe you can't make a podcast if you sleep during the podcast. This is true. I've learned that at most, only smoke three during the show. If I want to smoke anymore, I can wait after the three can make it through the show. All right. (laughs) Great lesson. Five and six is because you're going to doze out most likely. Hey, we rearranged how the show is made, so I won't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, know your limits. Know your limits. Know your know limits, it. folks. If we learned know nothing else from the past year, know your <clears throat> limits. Um, I think for me, the number one, patience. Um, no I think, limits. I think um, patience with myself as far as like, especially at the very beginning, like wanting to be good at everything immediately as opposed to like kind of slowing down and just taking my time with one thing at a time. Um, patience with other people. Um, like I've been friends with these brothers for 20 some years, but you know, my work experience with them is limited. So like having to, and in my everyday nine to five job, a lot of my job is pretty self-contained. So it's like me doing everything. So to having to work with other people, like that's it's definitely grown my patience. And I even see that now with my son, my wife and everything. Just I've, I've learned to be patient with other people because I can't, I might want to do something right now, but if scheduling don't allow, then it ain't going to get done right now. So wait. Um, and then also patience with like numbers. Um, when we first started seeing growth, it kind of started happening pretty quickly for us. Um, so for me, it kind of got me into a mode where for a long time, I was kind of just stuck staring at the numbers like, come on, why is this not moving? Then I realized like when I do that, it gets you off your deem in a way like it, you, you, you're not keyed into like what's really you. You're looking at, OK, how can I push a number as opposed to how can I like speak to what I actually want to speak to? So um, I definitely say patience is like the number one thing I can think of the passion. Um and to finish this out, man, what, what is one goal for the next year of podcasting individually that you have for yourself? So not like a group goal, but like individually one goal that you have for yourself for the next year of podcast. To be able um, to acquire several interviews. Say that one more time. To be able to acquire several interviews on a, a wide range of topics. Okay. Okay. I like that. Padawetti. Trying to uh, just build more content, especially with my, my comic book range, just separate content just to put out out there. And um, I've been working with the photographer dude or whatever, and 
And we're trying to like see if we can put together interviews too or whatever we can put up here also. Also, but definitely more content from um, my end or whatever, especially the realm that I like to be in the comic book realm or whatever. I've been like looking at different um different YouTubers and how they post stuff up and just how they do certain certain things and then just learning the the video videography part or whatever now say how I can talk about this stuff without it sounding retarded boring and stuff what did you call it what'd you say what you call it video videography yeah <clears throat> videography videography I was like video he don't put an extra O up in that thing he really mm-hmm. like recording some shit I really like O's, man. He could record that <laughs> X-ray. No I couldn't get it. Oh, I couldn't get it out. <laughs> the O just hit. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God! Okay. Pause all that. Um, Pause. My goal for the next year podcast is to continue to find ways to improve video and sound quality despite uh limitations so like finding more software programs that can clean up the audio finding Mm. ways to get around certain things as far as the video finding more ways to enhance the actual video podcast product to make it actually more appealing um investing in more better equipment on my end i definitely want to get a better camera um I want to get an extra mic and I want to get in for this other mic that I got this. I call my baby. Uh, hmm. And I want to get a boom on too. I want to get this tripod out of an actual boom on so I can have a better angle oh, true. to the mic and be able to kind of move around more. I also want to get this set up in here to where it's like a studio. So I got like LED lights and like some type of a branding or something back there. Like I, I want to get it set up to where it looks, you know what I mean? I want to really do that. That's my goal for the next year, man. And uh, I just want to say, man, a toast to the past year and to the next year, man. We done did this shit, man. And speaking of... I don't got no vodka or anything. The, but, yeah, uh, no, I got, I got water Sprite. myself. But uh, you know, <laughs> sip, sip, sip what you got. Or whatever you I'm got, you sip that. Yeah, there you go. And uh, speaking of the past year, Face has something he wanted to talk to us about, about the past year as well, man. What, what was you talking about, Face? Damn right. I want to talk about our growth and passion, man. And I'm talking about just indirectly about the podcast and us podcasting. Has your growth and passion changed for this year, first of all? So we all know how we started, how we felt about it. And now that we're 52 weeks into it, has your passion changed? Yes or no? Um, I would say no. I would say, if anything, it probably has grown now that I the potential. Um. Like, if anything, like I said, I, I just want to improve the quality of things. I want to get more on it. I want the business better. Like, I want to handle shit this next year. Like, I like I really see the potential. So, if anything, it's, like, made me more passionate. Uh, same. Same here. I feel like each each hurdle we go through or whatever, it just makes me like, okay, we did it. We got over this or whatever. I learned this. I learned this. So, like, it just makes me feel like we can – each day is like, okay – is that eureka moment like okay we can do this okay we can do this or and then or i have an idea or whatever and i'm running past tears of face I'm like, okay we can pull this off so it's like each day each time we do the podcast it just grows and grows even more because i look at other podcasters and that's been around for a while and i'll look at their old 
you know, like the old videos and stuff like that. And it, it looks just like us. Maybe a little bit more money or whatever than other places. So they might have one. But it looks pretty much just like us. So I feel like we're we're in the same spot. And we're only at 53, episode 53. Yes, sir. And we're almost We'll be at 106 <laughs> next year, bro. Yeah, champ. Jeez Louise. Yeah, champ. <laughs> Shit crazy. But yeah, we all chill with it. Um, what I will say, um, oh, go ahead, Faith. Me personally, like, I can't say that my passions changed because I was really enthusiastic about doing it at first. I can just say that I'm more all, I, I'm more than all in. You feel me? Like, when I first got in, I was all into it. But if you can be more than all in, that's where I'm at. You feel me? You know, he's like uber committed to just reaching the goal. We said uber committed to just being as big as we can, reaching the different platforms and just reaching different heights. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited to set our year to be ambitious. I feel like in year one, we were kind of cautious with our goal, but I feel like in year two, man, we're gonna push this shit to the this shit gonna catch like this shit gonna catch. Like, I, I felt like this for like the past few months, like we're on the verge of that one thing that gets the ball rolling. Even. Yeah, man, we passionate about this shit, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Ad-lib. So from La Zone. So my last thing about this past podcasting year, one of my main things to talk about in the beginning was smell theory, um, self-motivation, elevation, liberation. Um, and we all know self-awareness started the whole process. Um, I know that's aided me in this podcasting process because you got to motivate yourself to try to think of different things and come, come and try to be original every week. If you don't want to sound mundane you want to just be all bland and you think talk about the same thing so you got to try to be original with all and just have your your own take find your own niche in that podcast and realm you feel me i feel that we elevated to a level that we didn't think or we didn't expect to get to this early me personally because like you said we set our limit or set our goal at 100 i didn't expect to triple that i didn't personally expect to be on different the different levels we are, the different platforms we are, with the different numbers we have now. I personally didn't expect that, but I'm glad, you remember, like, we were able to reach that. And being we were able to reach that, me personally, I see that we have the vision and the potential to do much, much more coming into this second podcast. And you Agreed, my brother. My definitely the vision. Damn right. Pat, you all right over there? The fuck is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Yo, what the fuck is happening to you over there? Man? Yeah, the fuck wrong with you, man? You alright? You popped the fuck up? The fuck is going nah, on? I probably should have. I've, I've been. I had to drink Red Bull today, so I'm kind of like hype, and I'm trying to calm it down. And I probably should have smoked before I got in, but I wanted to hurry up and get in. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm I'm weird, man. Okay. Something wrong with me. Now, on to lighter news. We're gonna continue with face to screen. Face the screen time. Dang. So this week, to continue on my November, my November list of top black actors and highlighting their material, we're going to talk about the late great Mr. John Witherspoon. <laughs> hey, we bang, 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 bang. Lawrence Fishburne, the John Witherspoon. All right, <laughs> right on. <laughs> damn right, damn right. Because I, I got to get a man in slide, and not too many people list what he's done. Because my man's been in the industry since the early '80s continuously mm-hmm. almost every year doing something happening TV or film. Mm-hmm. Earlier than that, wasn't he on the uh, Richard Pryor show? I think it was. Yes. I think it was a writer. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. Yes, he was. 
So my man's been doing stuff continuously for decades. He may not be the main actor, but he's always supporting some major role. Mm. And every one of his characters stands out. So I'm going to list a few of his standout movie performances. And I'm also, of course, going to give you some honorable mention. Has so, he been in a lot of movies? These are, on yes. the low. On the low. Yeah. Okay. Yes. When I name him, you'll be like, what? He was in it? And I'm going to just get, if you don't remember him, I'm going to give you his position. So first, the Notorious Friday series. You know, everybody knows what pops on Fridays. Bang, bang, bang. Right. You win some, My you next lose one, Vampire in Brooklyn. But you live. You said what, Faith? Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay, yes, Classic. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. He's falling Classic apart. black cinema. Next one I'm going to give you is Ass Boomerang. is good. Evil is good. And if you get you a piece of evil ass. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, wow. that's, good. That's, that's a good next movie. Yeah. Boomerang. Yep. Coordinate. Got to coordinate. Nigga had the mushrooms on coordinate. the inside. I ain't gonna front that pat that mushroom pattern. If it went on the inside, it was on the outside. I rock with it. <laughs> I can freak that. I can freak that. I can play that shit off with the right oh, with the right loafs. Woo! Kill Um, shit. Okay. Next one. The ladies' man. Yeah, he was in ladies' man. Oh, was he like an yeah. uh, informant? He was, in the bar. he was a boss. The ladies. The, 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 the Saturday Night Live movie. The ladies' man. Yeah. Yeah. The ladies. The ladies' man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lester? Yes, the ladies' man. He was in the lift. Yes, he was. Remember him in the bar. He was like the the sag the the sag kick to the barkeep. Man, you got me there. Yep. <laughs> I do not look him up. Look him up. And this last one, I had to switch it up and make instead of an honorable mention, I had to bring this into the top top five. Him and Soul playing. Yo, he was Soul fucking plan. the potatoes up, yo. Soul fucking yo, plan. yo, was it potatoes? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a baked potato. He was fucking that baked potato up, boy. He was fingering the shit out of that baked oh, potato. Yes, yes, that baked was. potato was coming all over his hand. Butter was losing there. <laughs> I was like, that nigga is going in on this it. baked potato, boy. <clears throat> that potato ain't, ain't never right. had a, ain't yeah. never been done like that in life. Ain't right at all. The lady was very disturbed. Yes. Yeah, I would be if I was her. Yeah. I'd have been left my ass up. I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking blind man fingering the shit out them potatoes. Man, oh, 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 you wet, ain't you? Oh, that's <laughs> nasty. He's so <laughs> good in the film industry. I'm gonna bring oh, in some film. Man. I'm gonna bring in some some TV shit too. So, cause it's so big in TV, man. So, uh-huh. honorable mention number one: The Wayne's Brothers Show. True. Yeah, you can't have more that show people. More people probably know pops. pops from that show with, than than anywhere. Indeed. Second, of course, I had to say it, Boondock. That yes. been my all-time yes. first period for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freeman, Freeman is probably the number one role he done had as far as his overall, Free like, man? Being, able, being able to just do his thing. Like, he, cr- he crushed that role. That role, and uh, I don't know if it's on here, but the the uh, black, black Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes. That motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, he made that show sometime. Like he is Indeed. hilarious. Mm. Hell, Indeed. rest in peace. I think he's just funny or by mistake or whatever. He, he one of them people like he funny just being him. Like he don't have to be telling him, a joke or nothing. Like he'll just be talking about like him, him going exactly. to the store and you'll be dying just off his vocal inflections and shit. Like some people just fu- like when they walk into the room, you just started you just start grinning like oh shit this nigga yo. He, didn't he used to have like little YouTube videos or whatever? Like he would give people advice yep. or something. 
Oh, and cooking and shit. He used to cook on a little cooking show and shit too. Really? I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that up, and we're gonna put it on the next live. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, I didn't know nothing about that. Hilarious. That's pretty cool. I want to see that. My last one, just because I like the movies, the old movie man, Hollywood Shuffle. I can rock with that. Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle was a good. Robert Townsend. Okay. When he had the uh, the dudes, uh, the Black Academy, where you could learn how to act. (laughs) 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 Motherfucker was stupid. That shit was that. That shit still going. That shit. That shit still be relevant today, though. That's the wild. Uh, it's it's wild exactly. how shit be still just relevant. Exactly. That was a good damn movie. But that's all for Face the Screen, man, for this week. Tune in next week for the last episode of Face the Screen Top Man Black Actors. I don't know who's gonna be yet, but we gonna end it off with a bang. I know that it gonna be somebody black. Um, Negro. And, and speaking of predominantly black, uh. <clears throat> It's that time, y'all. We've already done it the first time. We've got the first MC mm-hmm. to, to, to look at for the top MC of all time. You know, figured out who the top MC after 2000 mm-hmm. is. But it's that time, y'all. For all my mm-hmm. people, my 80s babies, my 70s foes, my 60s foes, my 90s people, it's all time. It's time mm-hmm. to break down the top MC before 2000. Now, just like last time, man, we're going to walk y'all through there, how we're going to work this out, and then we're going to let y'all know what we need to do, because starting next week, Pod Squad, we will need you. So, we came up with uh, our criteria for what determines an MC, and those three criteria were they have to have stage presence, meaning they have to have the ability to be an MC. How well do they move a crowd? How well do they sell their bars? How well do they perform their lyrics? How well do they move... How well do they capture an audience base? Um, then we had lyricism. How well do they put words together? Are they creative in their flow? Um, do they switch up flow patterns or are they stuck into one cadence? Um, are they able to rap about different types of things? Um, if they had a ghostwriter, that automatically disqualifies. So lyricism. And then lastly, marketability. How were they able to actually sell? Like, did they actually sell records? Did their tours do numbers? Were they marketable in their time? Were they getting endorsements? Like, were they able to actually go past just being a great rapper that's on the corner to a great rapper that people actually knew about, et cetera? Um, So those are the three criteria that the MC must have to actually make it on the list in the first place. And also their album, their first album must have come out before the year 2000. So it had to have been before the year 2000 that their first album came out. Now, the way this starts off, this is just the preliminary round. We're just setting the list. So we'll eat. We've each brought our own list of MCs. we will discuss through the list. Um, basically, if all three of us have a person on our list, that person is pretty much guaranteed to stay. Um, if a person has somebody on the list that nobody else had or that only one other person had, then that person is then up for a debate on whether they deserve to be on the list. Um, once we solidify the list tonight, we will put this list into a bracket generator that would automatically see the bracket. So we won't know who the number one seed is, number two, none of that. It just happens. And then from there, we get to vote. We will then have one vote. The pod squad vote will count as two votes. And we will go through the brackets there every week after this. So anybody want to start with their list to share? Or yeah. do y'all? 
Oh, oh, okay, okay, hold on. Oh, brother, he's ready. Damn, fucking right. Yep, we gonna start in. Why you so aggressive, nigga? Yup, you got my yeah, yeah. Because I know you want some shit to say. So hey, I got fifteen of the hottest, and then what's up? Let's go. All right, we gonna start off with DMX. Okay, with with who? I I'm not mad at that. DMX. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm I'm not mad at that at all. Actually, I I totally get yeah. that pick there. Now we're gonna go with the RZA. Wow, was not expecting that one. RZA, RZA. Does he have Ghost Riders? Did anybody no. write for him? No. Okay. Okay. Be against the law. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with it. He does have a solo album. All right. I'm gonna go with Red Man. Okay. Okay. Let's get down with. Three stacks. Knew that would come. Did he have a solo yep. album before 2000? Mm, no. I know he was part of a group. I know he was part of a group before 2000, but did he have a solo album before 2000? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. We set we set the rules, man. I okay. Let's 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 go back. Okay. I got another one. Let's just say. Give me E40, give me E40. Wait, wait, wait. What's up? Oh, oh, oh! You said E40? Get him, get him. You don't like E40. Get him. That's the last person I would expect you to. Exactly. I like E40 on low a little bit, damn it. That's the shotgun. All right. Y'all just don't we're understand. Going, I've heard them rant about you. If you, I know, I know you have. I know you have. We often hate on shit. We do. True. Yes. Give me Jay Z. Jay Z. Okay. You know I ain't. You know you get no uh, rebuttal from me on that one. I, I'm gonna roll mm-hmm. with you with mm-hmm. all day long. I'm gonna roll with you mm-hmm. with Jigga Man. I'm I'm down with you there, sir. Keep 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 that party rolling. But good idea. <laughs> give me give me the method, man. Yes. Okay. M E T H O D, man. Man. Okay. 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 Give me common. 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 Yeah. Hold on. As a top MC. All right. Give me MC Hammer. Nigga, what? MC Hammer. He meets every criteria. Um, so done. Lyrical ability, he meets. You gonna have to bring some bars out when we get to this bracket, bro. You gonna have to bring some okay. bars out, this nigga. Please. Oh, this is gonna okay. be awesome, nigga. Please, you ain't about okay. to give me them one, two, skip to my Lou ass rhyme. Okay. All right. Bro. The black All community right. often hates on MC Hammer because of his business decision, not because of his, not because of his street cred or his rap ability. <clears throat> you got street All cred, right. and you got, uh, you got marketability at that time. All right. We gonna go with Lil Wayne. Okay. Okay, I'm biased because I actually, I actually like. We gonna go with Bun B. Did he have anything solo before too? I know he was part of the legendary UGK. Is UGK for life, free Pepsi and all that. But did Let's he have anything solo before two thousand? Yeah, you gotta look that one up. I don't know that he. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, right, that's we'll... why I ain't put Black Thought on that. Okay, yeah. Um, did he? Damn, that's right, Black Thought. Yeah, his don't he. Don't come out as an artist, solo artist until 2005. Yep. yep. Motherfucker. With Trill. 
Let's go. So we'll button back Snoop that ass Dogg. on back up. Who? Snoop Dogg? From Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg? Uh-huh. We go on to Snoop Dogg for mm-hmm. lyrical. Y'all hammering up. Yeah. This is a hell of a oh, yep. Yep. Oh, yep. good. Me. Oh. Tupac. Tupac. You want Tupac. Okay. Yes, Tupac. Not mad at that. I'm actually not mad at that at all. Okay. And this may this may not be the timeline. Um, I ain't sure, but I'm gonna say Jada Kiss. Does Jada have a solo album? Historian Pat. Jada Kiss has multiple solo. Um, solo albums, but I'm looking up if they came. Yeah, any after before 2000 before. is the question. I don't think so. I don't think so because I think I the don't first think one, so. Yeah, we gonna leave it at First one was Can't Kiss the Gang Goodbye. That was 2001. Yep. Dang. Yep. Yep. Good day, sir. So there we go. Leave it at 11. Okay. <clears throat> Pat, do you want to pick it up or you want me to go? Uh, Mine's a little longer. So yeah, you can go. <laughs> I'm about to pick up and kill it. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take DMX off my list because I definitely had him on my Um, uh, Let's see. I had Jay-Z on my list too. So I'll take him off. Had Tupac as well. So I'll take him. All right. Now here we go. The rest of my list goes as follows. We got LL Cool J. Yep. Yep. We got Nasty Nas. Yeah, it ain't going to be too much really? arguing with this list here. We got Big Pun. Oh, okay. Okay. We got Big L. Oh, shoot. I I'm going to keep with the bigs. We got Big Daddy Kane. Oh, I didn't mm. see that was coming through. We got Rakim. And we got mm. the man that inspired a lot of these motherfuckers. Cool G Rap. And, of course, we got the teacher. The preacher, the man, the myth, the legend. KR. You gotta give me the mic. And I'm gonna drop the mic on. This is crazy because this is a lot of stuff that I, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna have to skip over a lot of these because, <clears throat> in general, um, well, here's one that y'all didn't put up here. And I feel Come like, on with it. I feel like I gotta say it. Notorious. Yeah, I couldn't put him. I yeah, couldn't put, like, he ain't have enough. I, he ain't have enough. Ain't I have just enough feel to. like Big L was even a stretch to the Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, all right. I'm a roll with it. You got to do it for the community. Okay. I'm so we already said, we already said, in the pop, pod squad chop we already said, Pop, Nas, Jay Z, Method Man, yep. and Red Man, and yep. Snoop, yep. and Big Pun, yep. Ghostface Killer. Whoa. That's, okay. That's, that's, okay. But, that one, um, uh, yeah. all right. If you say okay. so, somebody gonna agree with you, but I don't. If you I've say so, so. I've grown to like them. I've grown to respect. Okay. All right. So we did Redneck okay. Hoop, Pat, Cameron. 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 I got one from the chat. Peace to the Queen mm. Honeybee. Peace to Ebony Gemini. Mm. Love your peace, mom. Peace. peace, HM. Peace to all the fans, man. But uh, we got one from the chat. And I don't think okay. I'm gonna get no argument on this one. Oh no, Scarface. no, 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 not at Scarface. all. Scarface. Okay. <clears throat> Never seen um, the man cry till I seen the man die. Yeah. I was gonna put Fat Joe up there, but I don't. I got one. I got one. Mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes. Yes, gotta okay. have Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Guess I gotta have Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Um. All Eminem. Whoa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that. Man, you got clean yeah. your ears out with some cute. <laughs> the hell? He's just over there rambling. He's just saying anything now. <laughs> Domino. Oh, no. On the back, my back, last back, one. out the bay. Right. You surprised me. 
You surprised me when you said Rakim. You damn right, way the... before the 2000s. Yeah, Lil Wayne came out way before the 2000s. <clears throat> you don't remember yeah, light, right. lights off, lights mm -hmm. out, mask off, creep mm -hmm. silent, your lights gone. We done left your mm -hmm. block silent. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yes sir T. Wayne before 2000s, you better know that. <clears throat> You said big Wait, daddy black yes. yeah, the only one left i got up here mace not my personal favorite but i just thought of all the major labels at that time this nigga and said me mace i don't right, expect who? him to win i'm gonna I even, I'm gonna even to put his little dollar sign <laughs> in there mace? i don't he expect him mason better I, I don't expect him to win. oh we got I'm another one league. from the chat we got Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that. that that's, that's, I, yeah, I can't argue that. All right, um, because I don't want to leave nobody out because there's so many before the 2000s that like, if we go do mm -hmm. this, we got to make sure we got the definitive got list to start right. with. We're gonna, um, we're gonna make it an even 30 then. Yeah. All right, so we 30. need three more. We need three more. I got you. <clears throat> I got you. That's MCs. <clears throat> Razzcast. <clears throat> Pharaoh Monch. <laughs> cool Mo D. Busy B. I used to go down. What's for the Um, Chuck D. But he won't solo. Slick Rick. I'll roll with you on Slick Rick. Son. Slick Rick. I I'll roll with you, there, brother. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I'll roll with the Slick Rick pick. That, that's 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 yeah, a solid that's pick there. That's a solid pick there. The ruler. The ruler. Slick yeah, I'll roll with the ruler. Um. All right, we got two more slots left. We got two more slots left. Top mm. MCs before 2000. Let's go with, this nigga said MC, MC Hammer. Light. I, I just threw that out there, MC Light. Because I was trying to find a She was running some shit white early Yep. And they still, they still using her lines. I did say MC Hammer got them. What? Yep, you did. Oh, I got you. I got you. If we go on the female, well, I don't know. Did Foxy write all right? No. Queen Damn! <clears throat> Jay. Queen Latifah? How many albums? Who? Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. Anybody wrote for I her? I feel like, no. Nah, nobody brought her up yet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you, though. And this ain't on no sexy shit. This just some real shit. <laughs> her and MC Light will get their boots. Mm. They going to get their <laughs> boots. Smoke, smokey smoke. You want to, you want to. Well, folks, we got it settled. The top MCs before 2000s list has been made. Now comes the voting process. We start that next week. So let's get it. Let's get it. The top 30 is set. Brackets will be shown next week. And we're going to get into this argument. Because uh, somebody getting the fuck up out of here, Ace. I'm getting some of these fuck up out of here around one ASAP. Believe that. <laughs> Believe I, I'm not even playing. I'm coming with facts, figures, stats. I'm getting some of these folk the fuck up out of here because they don't belong on this list. But I'm going to roll with you just so I can see them meet their demand. Believe that. I want to see where everybody shit. rank at. Believe that. Yeah. Oh, Go I'm going to talk. Shit. Oh, I know you're talking about me. I'm going to talk the good and I'm going to talk the fuckery. Shit. And I'm going to talk my shit. Like I'm I am, motherfucker. Talk. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Time to talk that shit. Mm -hmm. It's that time. I'm that time. It's that time. I, I smell it. I smell it in the air. A strong whiff of little good with a hint of fuckery. Oh, I, I long smell it. But this is. 
<laughs> you don't want no tea. I don't want no tea, baby. I don't want no tea. Right. Well, you know what? Let me check. Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it it's time? time. It's time. Go it's time. It's Peter. Time. Fuckery. Episode 53, the anniversary episode of the Good and Fuckery in this this edition of the Good and Fuckery. Um, I want to start off. Well, the, this is going to be the political edition of the yeah. Good and Fuckery. But before yeah. we get into the, the shits or whatever, it was some fuckery that shits. came on. And I want to say rest in peace to Young Dolph because right yeah. as soon as I start getting into his music, they want to pull that fucker. And I, I didn't, I felt like it wouldn't be right since they just came out that I didn't say that. Ooh, so. do, do, do. As soon as I got like get into it, you know what I'm saying? But all right, in this edition of this good and fuckery, we're gonna get real serious because um in when we first started this podcast, um, one of the main topics was making sure that we have our foot on the neck of the Democrats that we vote into the office to make sure that they're doing their part for black for the black people that's been putting them in office. Indeed. Pretty much. Indeed. So let me get serious. Get serious. Let me hear something. All right. So I, I I've took been the glasses old. off. He put the gotta get serious. Gotta get serious. <laughs> <laughs> so um and I've been teasing this for a while, whatever, and I wanted to get into the have they or have they not, Democrats have been actually doing something these past a uh, couple of months, um, pretty much. And from media standpoint, um, to tell you the truth. It really don't seem like they're doing anything at all. Like, really, it just seems like everything's stagnant um, with, I know, with the Cal, um, Cal Rittinghouse situation or whatever. Um, now, this is this is my point about that. Um, if he the, I, his victims weren't even black victims, they were all white. But if he was black, he would be under. The, that's my only thing I got to say. If he was black himself, he would be. Under the, and. I just feel like they it, things haven't things like that that pop up on the media make it seem like okay are they just sitting around just filibustering all day and not doing anything. So in my research, um, I actually saw a video. Uh, Charlemagne the God he interviewed uh, Cedric uh, Richmond. Uh, he's the White House Director of Public Engagement. So basically, the White House spokesperson to tell people, hey, this is what we're doing. Pretty much. And I gotta give it to Charlemagne to God. He really kind of like went at the throat. Or like, what are y'all doing for black people? All right. Nothing. At a range, at a range of uh good to slavery, where do you think our voting rights are gonna be? <laughs> it's hey. not looking good. It's not looking good. <clears throat> yeah, so he he really he really got into it. So in the uh response or whatever, these are the good things that Cedric has pop- brought up. Um, that says that the Democrats have done. So they say they have reduced black poverty by 38%. Um, have they? I, <clears throat> with, the, with the tax credit. That's what they say. 38%. These are, I'm just going to go through the, the, the statistics he say first, and then we'll run through pretty much. He says plow, uh, black child poverty has been cut in half by 50%. They said they started the ban of the use of private prisons, chokeholds and no knock warrants um uh more black women in the appellate court 
um, and that's at day 281. Uh, the, the, the Department of, um, what was the, the, the Department of Justice? The Department of Justice, they got actually in, investigating Minneapolis Police Department, Phoenix, uh, Arizona Police Department, and Louisville, Kentucky Police Department. Uh, then he brought up what they're um, aspiring to do, which is 10 million people are still getting water through lead pipes. So that's the part of the infrastructure bill that they're working on. Um, and then the the EBB program, which is like the uh, emergency the broadband benefit. Oh. <clears throat> it's like, um, if you're familiar with Lifeline, where you know how older people, they get a discount for tough, for their telephone services uh, once they get a certain age. Just let you Is that like Obama phone? It's actually that's been around forever with phone. Whatever. Oh, I, like a, I don't know what this yeah. shit is. Yeah, it's one of those things that, that if if you wouldn't if you didn't work at a phone place, you know that I'm tech support. Yeah, so they got um Lifeline's been around for a while, and that's just to have uh that's to help senior citizens get a discount on their phone line or whatever, so they won't get crazy bills because especially if they had a set income and the the emergency broadband benefits program is basically the internet version of that program so even in my job i've seen coordinate you know people on how to do it or whatever it started like in the summer and it um they take 50 dollars off your internet bill and um if i think more if you live on tribal lands and you also qualify to get like a hundred dollars off on like a laptop or some type of equipment. And that was to, you know, help because you yourself, you know, um, Tiz, that when the pandemic happened and people had to go online or whatever, there still were like uh, children that weren't able to get online and everything. They were, they were still um, maybe in their homes. They weren't able to have, like, they don't have a computer or whatever. And they, uh, a lot of the uh, schools had to actually provide them with it or whatever. So right. that's one thing that they've done. Um, the the whole plan is called uh, Build Back Better plan or whatever. And he, mm -hmm. he also speaks on reforming redlining, inf uh, redlining districts where they, you know, historically the housing department or whatever basically segregated Black people or whatever, even if um, in some cases, um, you can have one black person living in the same neighborhood as a white person or whatever, and they got the same type of house or whatever, but the white person with a black person. So in investigating mm. that, gotcha. um, <clears throat> they're working on, um, with community leaders, with more mental health and substance, substance abuse, uh, treatments, um, <laughs> substance abuse, death. <laughs> My tongue got twice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your tongue got twice. It was been a long day, y'all. It's been a long 10 hours. Shuffering, shuckatown. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm trying to avoid it. Say fuck this, but <laughs> all right. Um, and okay, with HBCUs. They, um, the government has given them 650 million. They increased that um, over the year to 887 million. And this year they'll be receiving 4.2 billion from the executive branch and another 500 mil from the Department of Education. That's for HBCUs. Uh, and they also said they uh, put in $500 billion 
for black farmers that have been discriminated against historically by the Department of Agriculture. So that's a few things that they say that they've got going on. Now, out of those few things, the ones that just seem to stand out more for just black people, period, is reducing black poverty to 38% and black child poverty to 50 or whatever. But I'm not going to give you kudos to that. You need to do that anyway. Like the uh, HBCUs, I definitely give up for that because we we definitely want, as he said, HBCUs, they'll, they can get a person from anywhere and they make them into the most top tier uh, citizen. And basically they can go anywhere from there. And the, like a diplomat? What? The, like I would say. Like what? A, <laughs> they can go anywhere. I'm sorry. H- that, they, that was me having a brain fart. I, I, oh, what? As in, they can go anywhere with their degree or whatever they want to go to as far as Okay, gotcha. Got got yeah. Got and the, the main thing I would say is the five, $5 billion to black farmers. That was the main thing I, I would say out of. But the, the thing about all the other stuff is that it's not just for black people. Black people can benefit for it from it and everything but the democrats they have a tendency of saying hey we did this for black people but you didn't do just this for black people this is not just a a uh, law or or something to pass that actually just benefits black people period uh, outside of that black farmer or whatever but not every black person want to be a farmer so i gotta go be a farmer to actually get help from government so this is where i say yeah, the Democrats, they are attempting to do something or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just it just feels like from at this point that it's more of the system that they're in that is like preventing them to do this. So now we get to the oh, point I don't of, think it's the system. I think it's that. Go ahead. I, I got a take on it, but go ahead. Oh, no, I, I'll let you get your take. What I meant by that is that if you're in a system that's already broken, pretty much. And like you have an opposing side and that opposing side is using everything in the system that's already broken or whatever is it, like, it, is this a race can, that we can actually win or we're just running in circles in a hamster wheel? Yep. Tears take. I don't give a fuck about the government. I don't care who the Democrats got. I don't care who the Republicans got because they not opposing sides. They the same team. Mm-hmm. So at this point, until we're going to actually do something about it, I don't give a fuck. Nope, they ain't did shit for black folk and they ain't gonna do shit for black folk. And we're gonna be in the same predicament in the next couple of years. And we're gonna keep taking it because we soft like that. So, I said it. So. And I, I definitely fulfill you on that myself. So now that I'm thinking of this, it's like, all right, if we're ever in the system trap of this system, I'm pretty much, what is the alternative? Uh, so that is what brought up this video I saw with Dr. Claw Anderson and Chico Bean. Or whatever on the Respect same network Claude. um on the same network with um that charlemagne the god has he got a um network called on the cartoon god network. honest truth yeah, on he com- got a show called the god honest truth on, co- on uh yeah. comedy central That's comedy central yep Bad. so it um basically under that youtube they got the video there between chico bean and dr claw anderson and um basically on black capitalism and things like that and what i got off of that is basically we need if the democrats ain't doing anything 
we basically said this before. We need to be inclusive as a culture. Just two hours. Yeah, it's time to have our own damn party, like, <clears throat> and stop depending on either one of them political parties. Like, they don't care about us. They're on the same. Mm-hmm. They ain't cahoots with each other, and their job ain't to do nothing for us. Their job is to stay in office for as long as they can, so they can fill their pockets up. So when we know this, <clears throat> what are we talking about here, like. Unless we're going to actually do something, we're going to keep on having the same conversation. So politics, yep. I mean, so, like, we got to fix us first. Like, we got to get mm-hmm. us on the same page so we can do something. And until we get to that point, we're going to keep on having problems. So that's what we got to focus on is, like, how do we get us <sighs> to be smart enough to realize we are that hamster on the wheel? And it's hard if we get off the wheel and try something different. Maybe instead of trying that, maybe we get off and try something different. But this ain't work. Yeah. We, it, like, that's the same more... question we asked when Obama was in president. The same thing we asked when Trump was in office. The same thing we asked when damn uh, Bush was out. Like, this is the same question. It just repeat every four years. I and every four it. years, we be myself. sitting there looking like fucking Oliver Twist. Oh, can I have some more, sir? Mm-hmm. Please feed me. Feed me some gruel. Like, man, fuck that. Well, we should have just threw the bowl at the guy and take the whole pot of gruel because it's more of us than them. Oh, we could just leave that bitch and go make our own fucking groove. Exactly. We don't need your groove. Make our own goddamn groove. Eat your own groove. Then we get as much groove as we want to. I I was saying to myself, and this is just like random scattered thoughts, like the only way this government will work and everybody be some type of It's like if we go through each branch. And I said to myself, I wouldn't even care if it was a Republican president. I just don't want everybody around here to be Republican. Like we could, because like, from what we've seen, the, the president doesn't really do anything but be a scapegoat, pretty much. So we, you can have whoever you want. Republicans as a president. That's all right. But in that cabinet around them, I don't want no, I don't want everyone to be Republican or whatever. Like, I would say the legislative branch, they could be Democrats and independents, but they have to all be, it, it has to be way more diverse than what it is now pretty much for that to even work so the democrats can stop crying and actually do or whatever and i want the judicial the judicial blank i can't talk today god damn it tis is going to light me up with jokes <laughs> or whatever but yeah, the judicial branch i want nothing but black people i want number black people in the judicial branch the judge branch. The judicial I'm at the branch. point, man. I don't, want, I don't care people. about the black. You know what I really want? I want smart people. Mm-hmm. That's really what the problem is. Like, it ain't no more. It, when you look at shit these days, it's not so much of a black and white <laughs> issue no more. It's a, I'm an old fart who too dumb to realize what's going on in the world, or I'm not. It's just that the old fart still got all of the power and they not letting mm-hmm. it go. But like, that's really what we looking at. Like, we need smart people. I don't care because yeah. I don't need no black ass Clarence Thomas dummy that's going to be up in there still voting some bullshit that's going to hurt that's people. Too. I want somebody that's going to be able to make a logical decision about what's the best for the greater good, not for their political cloud or their political base, but like the greater nation, like people as a whole, damn a party. Like that's what we need. We need smart people that can make a decision that ain't based off of Democrat and Republican. It's based off of logic and what actually makes the best sense for the country. And that's the problem. We're, we're stuck at an impasse of like people like AOC and people like there's even another dude. I can't think of his name. I think he might got an eye patch, but he a young Republican dude that seemed like he actually talked some sense. 
But it's a Dan couple of young. It's a couple of younger. Crenshaw. It's a couple of younger senators and Congress people. Yeah, they're like they still lean their party's way, but you could tell they got enough sense to like if somebody bring a good idea from the other side of the aisle, they ain't about to turn that shit down just to yeah. say I'm gonna go with the party line. Like they gonna be like, all right, well, do this make sense? Like, and that's what we need: smart people, like people that can actually judiciate and that can actually officiate over the laws, policy, procedures of this country that affect everybody. And then we need the same thing in the states. But that's the biggest issue. We need more political power in the states. We neglect that area. We neglect our municipal and our state elections so badly. And then we wonder why shit don't change. You can have the government do whatever, but the federal government only has so much control over what goes on in your actual area. So to start... If you had, if we started on grassroots level and started building up instead of keep waiting for shit to trickle down to us, and we started getting more people put into place in our city councils, more smart people placing our school boards, more smart people placing our local, as our local judges, our local mayors, then we start to have more political clout as a whole because what the states do is really what the federal government follow a lot of times. The reason the federal government is softening up on marijuana is not because they want to, it's more because the state saw the money and the states decided we want to start doing this and the federal government realized I can't go against the state. Like I'm just going to end up beating down a bunch of doors and they're going to keep on getting out at the end of the day because they got this state law. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, yeah. at the end of the day, man, oh, geez. I think the um, one other uh, thing that might be- Nigga, you are? (laughs) Yeah, I'm scratching my nose without my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about them eyes kept closing. That nigga. Oh no, nigga! I don't want to be looking at y'all like they're doing that shit. I look crazy, this bitch, like this. <laughs> 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 that was a little crackish. <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> but I say, uh, face hit it right on the head one time. Um, but one other thing. What? Can- what? Beg your pardon? Let me finish the statement. But I said pause. The pause. Can't you didn't do that on this show. I'm going to tell you that. That didn't happen. Well, FaZe made a point, and the point was about land. The main thing was about land. And um, when I was talk- when I was looking at the uh, Dr. Claude Anderson interview or whatever, that was one of the main points that he wanted to put out is uh, <laughs> land. God damn it. I was trying to make face laugh with my face. I ain't chilling me. <laughs> but I understand what you mean, my brother. Look, look, mm-hmm. Pat, Pat had notes this week. Let him get his, he came prepared. Let him get his shit off. Go ahead, Pat. You have the floor, sir. <laughs> when I come prepared and shit, then y'all want to joke around. <laughs> when I don't come to joke around and shit. <laughs> but... Oh, these jokes don't get off either way. That's just, that's coming. Yeah, pause. But <laughs> <laughs> you were saying Jesus Christ. something about the judicial, the G unit system, the freaking G unit system, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, the main thing is, I, I feel like we need to adjust with land. Claude was basically saying that we need to be like our um, other minorities, like the Jews and, um, and the Asians, where they keep to uh, themselves. Uh, right? the, uh, the, uh. I know, I know. But I'm saying that they, their culture, they keep to themselves. They build up within the culture, or, 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 or whatever. They buy within the culture to build the culture up. They and are very self-sufficient. Self-sufficient, and that gives them 
uh, the economic prowess to get things done for their community or whatever. I know it's late, but the economic what? Prowess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Prowler. Mm-hmm. Economic prowler. Not prowler, prowess. The the economic prowess so they can actually Oof. get things done, bring it in the community and, and build their own community up. If they need laws passed or whatever, he even brought it up, um, at Claude, he, he even brought it up that when they go, if they, like, if they have a Chinatown or a community where um, it's just their community, they don't have to go to the court to get it done or whatever, because they already have people within the courts or whatever to get it done. They just say, hey, I want this name of this street changed to this. And they may have a petition out with the, the community and they get it through or whatever, pretty much. What are we... With us is we got a damn near mark for everything. I've been talking all day, y'all. Been talking on text for all day. I'm tired. <laughs> tired. But that's that's what I say. More now, I feel like we just need to reiterate, like being more self suspe- uh, self sufficient as a. I agree. Because <laughs> that nigga was talking, man. He was word spiffing the shit out of that boy. I don't know what the fuck he was. He was Woo! That just sound like when you uh hear your favorite song on the radio in the afternoon when they be doing the uh traffic jam mix and that's and the DJ keeps scratching and shit and mixing more. be said what you smacking on Oh, some um lemon Oreos. That sounds amazing. They are. I like the golden Oreos, but damn that. I got Oreo. That that's a thing. I seen the mint ones. I ain't know they had lemon Oreos. I tell you that. that. Man, they got all kinds of Oreos now. Nigga, I thought you was eating apple slices or something. <laughs> 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 I ain't know fuck you. This nigga was over there eating apple slices like a villain or something. Hmm, bond. Hmm, I cut you down. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I can't, I, honey bee. I know I ain't supposed to even be looking at the chat for this record, but I'm gonna tell you, honey bee. I it ain't that I ain't been able to comprehend that shit. Ain't been comprehensible. I don't know how the hell you be deciphering what the fuck they be saying, honey. <laughs> Boy, man, I know words have meaning, and sometimes, God bless. But we gonna move right along. Uh, ah, dang, I digress. Well, yeah, that that pretty much sums up everything as far as like. No, I feel Far you know, at the end of the day, we do definitely at some point come together, combine. Like, that's gonna have to be like otherwise there's no Ice reason. Cube was right. Like if 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 you're in power, until there's something to make you want to give up that power, uh-huh. nothing changes. So like you either yeah. have to either take it by force, by political numbers, uh-huh. or by monetary. Those are the three ways you're gonna get changed. We ain't willing to take it by force because we fucking scared. We don't want to share money because we're greedy. So the only thing we can do at this point is, can we get our political power together? Can we start voting in the right people in, a, in the municipal level? And, and I think that's the problem. That's where we reach a standstill. Like, there's not enough people that not only want the right thing for society, but that are also willing to do the work that it would take to make the things right. Like everybody wants to sound good. Like when I go out to rallies, when we go out to protest, we go to even vote in our municipal elections, you'd be surprised at the low amounts of us 
that you see out there. We don't care until it's a photo op. We care when it's Obama going to president because we know everybody going to see us voting for him and think we woke and think we part of the history. We care when it's a Popeye's chicken sandwich out because people going to see us in line and know we got it first. We care when it's a new TikTok trend because we can get clout off of, but people don't want to go out and do the work when the only, when the risk is so great, when you could lose your job, you could get into a scuffle, you could get into an altercation, shit could get real out there. That's just being honest. But nobody wants to do that when the reward, the only reward is the betterment of the world. It may not be a direct effect on them individually because they may be in a privileged position. How much do I want to work to make sure other people can be in that same privileged position? Most people don't. That's just a bare truth of it all. Like, that's the real, real deal, holy feel of everything. Like, people don't care enough outside of themselves on a whole. There's individuals that do, there's small groups that do, but those small groups can't make a dent in the wall that uh-huh. is privilege and supremacy. It's just straight up. Like, so it's like at this point, you do your part, you do the things that you like, the things that I talk about, I do. I, 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 I support black business because I want to keep my dollar circulating within the community that I support. I go out and I vote in municipal elections and I actually stay up on my local candidates and my local uh, city council and what's going on in the school board in my area because I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm saying. And that's all I can do. And if somebody asks me what I do, then I'll tell them that this is what I do. And hopefully they get inspired to do the same thing and enough people get that. But at this point, man, I, this past year taught me nothing. I'm tired of beating the dead horse. I'm tired of looking at the next election like this. Next one is when we going to get it. This is when it's bad. Uh-huh. Look, man, to be real, the shit started at home. We can't decide if we should cancel Dave Chappelle or not. How the fuck are we going to figure out supremacy and systematic racism and voter rights <clears throat> and, and, like, the educational quagmire? Like, it, it is what it is, man. Like we had a chance to vote in a, a, a person that probably had to, made the most sense for where our country was in. And you know what we cared more about? The fact that the nigga was so we voted in another old ass man. Like, I, I mean, like, think about the logic I of this country. <clears throat> but yeah, but think about this, though. Like the logic of this country is backwards as yeah. fuck. Out of everybody talking, Bernie had the most policies that were realistic like we could actually implement them not they sounded the best but they were actually like we could actually do this process it's possible and yeah. it would have affected the most people across the aisle in a good way and we didn't vote him in because he was an old man so we voted in an old man like this is what we dealing with when we talk, this is why I said we got to vote in smart people we got to have more intelligence it can't be about black and white it can't be about Poor rich, it gotta be about like who is the smartest. Uh-huh. We gotta get back to looking for them enlightened ones, the people that actually have enough knowledge. Because the people that have enough knowledge, they can make a better decision. You can't have dummies that believe in fucking that is aliens throwing space lasers down to help the Jews control the weather and all of this weirdo shit and this QAnon bullshit. You can't have people like that that control the government and think that shit's gonna work. There's no logic there. You're dealing with people that but that see that believe in like, looking in and shit. Like I, it's it's like the people that seem like they should be more into voting don't vote. And then the people that just think voting is a joke just or just voting because 
hey, I'm American, I'm going to vote. They just vote those crazy people in pretty much. Because people like, don't want to do the research, <clears throat> man. Like things in life take work. You want to make reasonable votes. You have to add research. You can't just go in there and say, ooh, Democrat, ooh, Republican. Ooh, independent. Mm-hmm. No, you have to actually know what the fuck these people stand on. What does their track record say? Like, yeah, they say this now, but what does their history say? That tell you a lot about what they're going to lean toward once they mm-hmm. get in. Let's be real. We knew Trump was going to be a capitalist demagogue that was going to be a bit chaotic because he had a track record that said his business has been chaotic. His business dealings mm-hmm. have been confrontational. He Like, like we see this shit. We don't want to believe it because we get wrapped up in hope every four years. This time, my person's going to do And the masses of us suffer. Trump people suffer during Trump. But they so stupid that they want to, like, think about this logic that we have in our society, man. Like, it is what it is, bro. I'm done with it, man. I'm done yeah, with I'm it, about, man. Well, I, I kind of feel like I've been, been done with it. But like you said, I do my part. I vote. In, in every um, election as much as I can, just so I can be that one little one that might help the statistic the right way, but can do with so much or whatever. And that's why I said, hey, Ice Cube was right. <laughs> Ice Cube was right. He had the right idea, man. Instead of just blindly voting people, maybe put, what do we do as people to put the pressure on the people in office to do the right thing? Or whatever and i think ice cube had like the right idea but media wanted to portray him a certain way because they so one-sided when it comes to rating i don't even yeah. think it's I, I personally don't think it's pol- politics involved at all when it comes to news media i don't care if it's cnn or fox news we all know fox news is mostly entertainment for people that find that entertainment or whatever force power or currency only three ways force power or currency so you say what i just saw your eyes roll back to your head and then you were doing like this and it was like vampire brooklyn vampire brooklyn like this nigga about to turn into a gargoyle fucking fox soul you're right fox soul fox soul i haven't heard nothing about fox soul since that i haven't watched tv i attempted to listen to them the other day Oh, so it's still wow. Okay. Okay. It's still a thing. It's still I'm a good thing. On it. I'm it good on it. Well. It didn't go well. I'm done with yeah. I'm done. I'm done with any any bullshit. Just yeah. can't listen to it. the only yeah. dumb thing I can listen to is yeah. us when we be when we be acting silly. That's about it. I can't listen to nobody that's supposed to be trying to be serious and they dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm good on that. I can listen to some comedy yeah. though. You being dumb because yeah, you, you expect joke, that. But I ain't listening to you try to tell dumb. me some serious shit and you sound dumb. I'm d- I'm good on all of that from all sources. All sources. I'm done. I've reached my limit. That's Y'all my last That's no. my last lesson of the year. That's my last lesson. I'm done with all bullshit from all sources. All of it. I got one. I got one for you. No one to hold them. No one to fold. I got one for you. No, I don't want no pigeons. Okay. But yeah, I don't got, I don't got nothing. But uh, I got another one for you, man. My lesson for this past year: we about to start year two. Everything hey. after the night is year two, man. So once again, man, salute to the pod squad. Salute to the people who joined us live tonight as we recorded our podcast for the week. Salute to the people who will be listening to this podcast on Thursday when it drops. Stay tuned this week. For You Didn't Ask Us But Marathon, the Podness Podcast Marathon, some of our favorite episodes, the podcast itself, 
I'm gonna persuade Pat to uh drop some clips over the week too, so we can get our laugh on. New merch dropping this week. Look forward to it all, man. Blue monkey. And as always, for a whole Blue year monkey, yeah, and for more years to I have been one third of the <clears throat> partner. Your boy Tiz. And, and I, he he's along with me, the other third, the Padawan here, and I am along with the final third face in the place. First year's race is over, baby. I say we won. Year two, let's get it. We won, bitches. <laughs> we here, bitches. Man. Indeed, man. We're going into year two, man. Thank y'all for joining us tonight. Thank y'all for joining us. If you're listening to this on Thursday, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Please be safe over your holidays. Please remember that this is not a holiday that should be celebrated just being greedy and continuing with the norm. Take a second to just be grateful, be thankful, be content, be appreciative, soak up family time, appreciate the small things in life that really are the most important. And uh, see y'all next week. We love y'all. What's up, guys? Yeah, I always wanted to say that. Hey, man, I just listened to the podcast, finally. I just want to say happy anniversary to y'all. I just want to say some of the stuff that I did like, uh, one of my favorite moments of the podcast was, of course, the smell theory. I actually apply that to my everyday life now. Um, we all run down like the top cartoons, any top countdown that y'all do. Um, recently, when my brother had the, uh, brought out the trumpet before the good and the fuckery, that was pretty funny because uh, I actually remember that trumpet. Um, the stock interview, you had, I think, your uncle over uh, that kind of got me into stock. I, always, I wanted to get into it anyway, but that kind of solidified what I wanted to do. Um, also, anytime tears call out um, Padawan, that was, that's, that's hilarious to me. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's, some of the, that's some of the moments I, I enjoy, but 